Lights OKC. I'm Kayla Coffey. And I'm Anna Farha. And hey y'all, we're we're back in the thick of things. It felt like things slowed down for a little while and now I'm like back to running full speed ahead. Definitely. Oh my goodness. So you kicked things off on Thursday. I'm having my life, you know, turned upside down with house showings and all kinds of shit like that. So I was sitting in my car with both of my cats and my dog while you were having a blast. Well, I went to the pre-Artini fashion show, so that was on Thursday at the Paramount Room, and I realized I'd never actually been to a fashion show before. Really? Yeah. I was like, while I was there, I was like, oh, wait a second. I was going to say- I have ever done this. I feel like any of the ones that we've gotten <laughs> tickets to, you weren't able to make it out to. I know. Yeah, that's crazy. Okay. So it was really cool, um, and- I, I mean, I just, I wish it had been longer, I, I It's guess. so, but I was. like, it's hard because, you know, they only have so much, so much they can wear. And, and so many times they can change. And yeah. how long people want to sit and watch people walk in front of them. Right. But, like, everyone who was there was so into it. Just, like, everyone taking pics and videos. like Watching the Instagram stories. I didn't have FOMO because I felt like I was there still experiencing it. Yeah. Because I knew so many people there taking those pictures and videos and getting all the different angles. Yeah. So I think it was very well done. I think it was also very much needed Mm -hmm. for just the general public to have a better understanding of what the camp theme means. Yeah. Um, So kudos to them for pulling that off. I thought it was awesome. And then Friday, um, kind of had a low-key night because, well, since RuPaul's Drag Race season 12 is on Friday nights now, I've been two weeks in a row <laughs> trying to, like, watch it as it's live. Right? <laughs> oh, my. Um, what? Who are you? Are you 80? <laughs> you watch live TV? Well, like, now what is I'm this? having my sister DVR it for me. Nice. There we go. <laughs> but it's on VH1, and I don't have cable, so I don't have a way mm. to watch it. That's the problem. Um, anyhow, but so I went to her house, but we ended up going to dinner first at Abel's off of 50th and MacArthur. Okay. And is it, it's Mexican food? Yes. So it's just like a pretty, I mean, it's like Tex-Mex, pretty normal, Mm -hmm. but like a lot of people really like it. And that's a lot of people's go-to of Mexican food. Um, I've only been a couple times actually, but all the people who I know, like love it, go there all the time. All the time. (laughs) Love it. Like Eric and Jenny go there a lot. Constantly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, oh, they've definitely told me about it before. Yeah. But then later that night was my first episode of Wiretap that I was hosting on oh, the spy. Yes. So I also wanted to listen to that live. You um, stayed up. Yeah. Listened. So that comes on at 10 p.m. on Fridays every week. Um, I've already recorded my episode for this coming for tomorrow or yeah. Yeah. Tomorrow. <laughs> for tomorrow. <laughs> Don't ruin um. the radio magic, Anna. <laughs> But anyway, so I had to stay up specifically to, like, listen to that. And it ca- I kind of had, like, butterflies because, yeah, we do this podcast every week. But, you know, there's something different about being live on the radio. On the radio, you know? yeah. Um, so that was really thrilling and loved that. Um, but, yeah, your Friday was very fun, though. Yes, it was. So I kicked things off a little early. We had a happy hour at work that I didn't think I was going to be able to make it to. And then I was able to move some stuff around, and so I ended up at Fassler Hall. But you know what? Fassler Hall 
is not bad before all the people get there. Right. Um, and so had some Hefeweiss beer, which we know I love, and introduced my coworkers to that style of beer because I like most people don't really know what to order. And especially when it comes to like trying to do the German beers, they'll be like, where do I even start? And you yeah. end up with that like half pint and you're like, oh, crap, I ordered wrong and I hate it. Now I have a ton of beer. Right. It's it's a rough go. Never and get the full pint. Never or, get the full pint. Oh, even the half is a lot. Yeah. You know, it's not a half pint, but it's like a half. I swore it was a half pint. I don't know. I don't know. But Whatever. But you I never get I mean. the big one not because th- unless you're drinking very fast, it gets warm. It, it does get warm. Um, but yeah, so anyway, we were out there for a bit. Great time. I had to dip out of there to run home, let my dog out, change clothes, and then meet up with my girl Janelle. And we headed out to the Oklahoma City Museum of Art omelet party. And so that was an absolute blast. The food was so good. Masa Ramen came. They didn't come to play. They came super serious <laughs> with an incredible dish with some weird-ass chili flakes and shit on top. I don't know. It was crazy. <laughs> Um, you guys got to get on the internet, look at those pictures. I did not get any pictures of the food because I was so focused on being sure that I ate everything. I was like, man, I was a bad influencer and didn't take pics of the food, but I took it's pics hard of the party. It's hard to take pics of those tasting those events. Tastings. Exactly. Yeah. Cause you're like, everybody's being herded around in lines and there's not really a place to you sit. Yeah. You don't want to like be photos. in the way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it was a great time. It was my first time ever attending that event. Um, definitely one that I want to go to again in the future. It was a lot of fun. Uh, dance party after, still tons of fun. Uh, ended up running into Kimberly Cope, uh, another friend, friend of the show, works at Sonic. She's amazing, and we just, like, had the best time killing it on the dance floor after we had all of our food, and so <laughs> it was a really good time. Well, on Saturday, I went out to Lyric's show, Having Our Say, that closed on Sunday. Yeah, how was that? So I loved it because, first of all, it's only the two women starring in it, the sisters okay. who, in the show, they're playing a 103-year-old and a 101-year-old. Holy shit. And it's just them, and it kind of talks about, it basically goes through like their entire life um, because when they were born in, like, the oldest one was born in 1889. Half-liters. Sorry, okay. Vassar Hall, yes. half liters. I was like, it's not pine. I know, but I was like, <laughs> but it's a half something. Anyway, yes. continue. Okay, that's right. So anyway, so so they were born like literally in the 1800s. The oldest one died in 1999. So like she was like 109 when she died. Oh my god! So they just saw so much history because when they were born, um, like their, you know grandparents or even parents like still had been slaves wow so they just got to really see how much you can see within a century of time wow um so it was just really cool both of them hadn't done a lyric show before they're pretty well known regionally and nationally so they were both outstanding actresses and just a really great show and a lot of the black churches were there as it as attendees oh, so fun. it was really cool because i just loved seeing their community support, support that, that they show they kind of did that with crowns as well yes. if i remember oh mm-hmm. i love when they roll out yeah that's so amazing. it was really awesome <gasps> and then afterward i did stop over to the mule because i was really feeling some cheese curds oh yeah <laughs> i got so you. i had to do that while while i was there in the district 
I know how that is. Yeah. For sure. And then I didn't do anything till Monday. Same so. for me. So on Monday, I had my second meeting for the Arthritis Foundation's Bone Bash Committee. And this time we met in the Aria Lounge at the Sheridan Hotel downtown. And so they've got that new patio area. It was still a little cold on Monday, so we didn't go out there. But inside, they hooked it up with these amazing egg rolls and then these funky stuffed mushroom caps they were stuffed with like sausage balls Ooh. and then had this kind of like pesto-y green sauce on top i don't know it was super an interesting appetizer that i never had before but it was so good and then of course the egg rolls were amazing and then you know just getting to see the space because that's where they hold the event upstairs at the sheridan and so it was our our early walkthrough event but that was a lot of fun and always good to to see the ladies from the committee. Well, on Monday night, so, well, actually over the weekend, my sister had asked where I would recommend her going to brunch with one of her friends who used to live here but now lives in Dallas. Okay. And, and you said? And I said Aurora or Social. Oh, I love that. <laughs> of course you did. Um, so they ended up going to Social, and then while she was there, like, she just really hit it off with their server, and, like, she was telling her about the full moon social event the next night and that was happening the next night so my sister texted me and was like oh my gosh like we love social it's so good i want to come back tomorrow for the full moon social do you want to go i'm like yes of course because i hadn't come out for one of those events yet oh you hadn't so 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 yeah her and i went out on monday night and we um got a couple of the cocktails that clockwork pour was pouring up that night and then we had the um, smoked salmon board, mm-hmm. the everything hummus, and then we also got their country fried cauliflower Yum. and just shared all that. And it was legit. I love them so much. Yeah, it I was very good and enjoyed that. Truly do. The next day, I... So it was the grand opening of Chicken Solid Chicken Nichols Hills. Yes, and I'm so jealous. <laughs> and I w- had a meeting, like a lunch meeting that I always bring my lunch to. And so I'm like, I'm going to get my lunch from there and on my way because it, it was relatively close. Did you win free chicken salad for a year? I was a little too late for Aww. that. So I got there at like 1145 and they said their first hundred, they just had maybe... 20 minutes before maybe they had had the hundreds so so, close. so it wasn't that busy like while i was there i mean it, there was definitely people in there eating mm-hmm. and getting stuff to go but there was plenty of open tables so because i was literally going to kind of do a drive-by and like if it was too crazy i wasn't going to go it, yeah <laughs> but it wasn't um so i'm glad i got to check it out i tried the jalapeno one okay and what i really like about their menu is that their their main thing that that you get as a meal is called the chick and you get to choose from like one of their i think i forget if it's 10 or 12 different chicken salad varieties Mm -hmm. and like i said i got the jalapeno one that comes with a side they have like five six different sides you can choose from or you can just get another scoop of something love it and they give you flavors if you can't decide exactly love it they also give you a little um buttercream cookie like they have them like individually wrapped and they just like throw that in with it and you get a pickle with it and that's only 850 plus tax a steal so very good deal for lunch and i definitely want to try more of the variety and how did you eat your scoop did you have it on a sandwich on i did it with the crackers so you either get it as a as a scoop or you can get it as a sandwich okay cool nice i love that oh man so much fun well and then we met up after work for the Palo Santo soft opening. So thank you so much to Brian and Bailey for having us out. Holy I, It was shit. so gorgeous. Everything Absolutely. was amazing. 
it the whole place has that like golden haze of beauty and Instagram friendly. Yes. Gorgeous. Really like all the seating options. They have a pool table. Mm-hmm. The the refurbished wood that they work so hard to reclaim themselves. It really shows. The chef, what was his name? Brian? Bryce. Bryce. Thank you. I was so close. B Y. Yeah. Almost gonna <laughs> get there. Bryce knocked it out of the park. Uh yeah. The torta. Next level. Yeah, the carnitas on that. Oh my god. Very good. Never gonna also, get Also, I love those potato croquetas. Yes. The street dog. It was all the food was great. All the food was so good. Yeah. And then I really also liked my shoulder sling drink. So all of their cocktails are kind of their own take on a classic mm-hmm. cocktail. So you can kind of see the similarities in the ingredients of like recognizable things you might you might have had before. Yes. I don't remember what mine was called, but it was the martini. And it was the first, the, the top first one, one on the, the menu. The first one at the top. Something yeah. broomstick? And then Janelle had the um, Japanese whiskey, yes. old-fashioned, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a really sweet Japanese whiskey, easy drink. Yeah. That was, that was so good. Honestly, so they're, they're doing it right. That space is really going to help up the game of the Farmer's Market District. Definitely get out there. They're going to be opening up for brunch on Farmer's Market Days. Yes. Um, so like as a fun little special and they've so also Saturdays. So Saturdays. <laughs> um and then they Even though also normally they'll only be like more later evening mm-hmm. hours, yeah. In addition to we kinda got some of the heavier food, but they've got some light lighter bar snacks, lighter just snacky. Or, yeah, like like mixed olives mm-hmm. and like almonds and yeah, kind of like w- while we were there I I kind of was reminded of Bar Arbolata. Yes. And like the good like in a good way. In a good yeah. way. Very similar <laughs> vibes. Yes. So definitely get out there. They are open to everyone starting tomorrow at 4 p.m. So make it out there this weekend. Give them a great little little opening weekend and really welcome them to the to the Farmer's Market District area. And last thing I did, so on Wednesday, um, I had claimed this offer on Facebook for a $10 gift card to Parlor. Okay. So I went and picked it up, and then I was... I was wanting, like, I was kind of intending, it's like, oh, okay, I'll get one of the new places that just opened on yeah. Monday because Smoked Out Barbecue and Mob, Mob Grill, Grill both just opened on Monday. But I really wasn't feeling it. So it so I got Sarah Eats for the first time because oh, I hadn't had, had them. them yet. So I got the bibimbap oh. with the spicy pork. And the pork, the s- it almost had, like, a little too much of the sauce. Like, mm. so it was kind of a little too salty for me. But, like, when you mix it all together... Like it's it it, it works still, and it's big enough portion too to save some for later. So nice, you know that's our favorite. Yeah, love love a lunch later on. Awesome man, that's I've got to get out there as much as I go. I have not been since the two new spots opened, so definitely got to get out there for that. But that wraps up everything that I've done. I've been out at the yard two or three times, but that's just my life now. I'm just out there sometimes. Still, still doing that. Freelancing. That freelance and Simon was a a model. So if you guys are following the Yard OKC on Instagram, you will be seeing my dog as a uh, St. Patrick's Day model. So <laughs> get excited about it. Awesome. You'll see us as models too sometimes. Yes, you will. I was <laughs> gonna say I also use ourselves. It's fine. It's, I, it's my account. I can do what I want. It's fine. Um, well, let's kick off our events for the week. Yeah, let's do it. We're having a grand opening at the Goodwill and Mustang 
Uh, from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m., you know we love a Goodwill. You know we love a grand opening. This is their newest retail location in Oklahoma. The address is 200 North Mustang Road. They're going to be doing giveaways on the hour until 7 p.m. I have still never been to a give- uh, to a Goodwill grand opening, and I want to so bad. I wish they didn't do them on weekdays because I want Yeah, that is that's kind of hard. Uh, well, speaking of Palo Santo, they actually are doing a cocktail pop-up tonight. Yes. So they're doing a happy hour event um, with one of the local um, alcohol distributors, and they're going to be featuring cocktails made with Bozal Mezcal, mm-hmm. and a lot of the co- several of the cocktails on their menu feature Mezcal. Well, yeah, quite a so few. So if you have a chance, you can check them out between 5 and 7 tonight before they officially, officially open on Friday. Perfect. It's also the Chris Chandler Linear Reverse Exhibition Opening Reception at Artspace at Untitled from 5 to 8 p.m. So this is going to be a printmaking exhibit with a cash bar and light hors d'oeuvres, and the exhibit itself will be on display until April 25th. It is also Terrarium Thursday Workshop at Plant Shop from 6.30 to 7.30. All supplies are included to make a succulent terrarium for $40. And when I last checked, they did still have spots open. So hopefully as of today, they still can let you register. All right. Our final event for Thursday is the Future Voices Choreographic Showcase at the OKC Ballet. And that's running through Sunday. It'll be featuring ballet dances created by ballet company members and local dance professionals. You give them a call at 405-848-8637 and get your tickets. On Friday, um, guest of the show for our mini-sode this past week, it's the grand opening at Oklahoma Contemporary at 10 a.m. They're going to be celebrating all weekend. If you haven't listened to our mini-sode with Jeremiah, definitely do that to get the full details. It's also the Caffeine Crawl, and this is running through Saturday. They're going to have 18 participating coffee shops and roasteries. There are going to be several different routes to choose from, and prices range from $27.50 to $36.50. And you can learn more at caffeinecrawl.com and go to the Oklahoma City 2020 page. Yeah, and a couple of those are already sold out, out. um, but there are still spots for some of the other routes. So Cool. It is also Jurassic Quest at State Fair Park through Sunday. So this event has life-size dinosaur models, rides and activities dinosaurs are amazing they have a new one new exhibit that's part of this where it's like underwater feature as well and these tickets range from 21.50 to 40 dollars. you can get those at jurassicquest.com all right it's also living in full color exhibit at burrs union from 7 to 9 p.m this is a collaborative show with local artists of varying styles our last event for Friday is the Skirvin Jazz Club from 7 to 11.30 p.m. And this one will be featuring Jeremy Thomas Quartet. It's $15, and you can get those at OKSessions.com slash All right, on Saturday, it is the moment we've been waiting for. Finally, the grand opening of Core 4 Brewing. Yay. Yay. Sorry, I was <laughs> like, I, I need a little bit more excitement there. Okay, so they're going to be celebrating from noon to 10 p.m. Thanks for coming in on that. Uh, they're going to have live music, all kinds of games, giveaways, food trucks. They're going to have the all-time burger and bistro out from noon to 4, and then Callahan's Chicago Dogs out at 5 p.m. Get out and celebrate with them. I know I'm going to try to come by at some point during this day. It's also Cross Timber's one-year anniversary at Brewers Union from noon to 11 p.m., and they're going to be doing special beer releases and the rest of our events for Saturday are all the St. Patrick's related yes, events. They so are. several businesses are celebrating on Saturday. Several are celebrating on actual St. Patty's, which we'll talk about here in a little bit. But some of the ones that I wanted to feature for Saturday 
are the collective. So 9 a.m. to 2 a.m. So they are doing literally the entire the day. day. Um, and then they're having their parade in Stockyard City starting at 10 a.m. to noon. They're going to be doing the patio party at the Jones Assembly, 11 a.m. to 9.30. Angry Scotsman, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. Stone Cloud, 12 to 7. Scissortail Park, 2 to 7. And they're also going to have Eatery and Cocktail Office at the Union, 2 p.m. to 2 a.m. So, and that's just, that's maybe a third of like Everything. lots of stuff. And, you know, pretty much everywhere in Bricktown's doing stuff. And yep. like some places that we don't necessarily care to like help promote. But <laughs> these are going to be the but places you know, to be. These are some good highlights. I love it. <laughs> All right. On Sunday, it's Free Family Day at the Oklahoma City Museum of Art from noon to 5 p.m. This is free admission thanks to a sponsorship from Sonic. Also on Sunday is the companion planning at TLC Donation Garden from 2 to 3 p.m. And you're going to get to learn what and what not to plant together or next to each other. Good to know. Yes, because that can actually matter. Matter. Um, <laughs> and it is a suggested $10 donation. All right. Our final event on Sunday is the Unexpected Art. Uh, nope, the Unexpected Us art installation opening reception at Scissortail Park from 2 to 4 p.m. This re reception will be at the Lake Lens Garden with artist Denise Duong and Gabriel Friedman. And this is part of the Oklahoma Contemporaries Bright Golden Haze Club, which we talked about on our mini-sub this Monday with Jeremiah. Yes, we did. So moving on to Tuesday, actual St. Patty's Day. Wear your green, people. Yeah. Um, so don't forget. Do you do you got this? Go ahead. Okay, I was yeah. gonna say you you powered through the last one. I appreciated that. I got you here. So on Tuesday, McNelly's is celebrating starting at 10 a.m. The Winston celebrating 11 a.m. to midnight. Lazy Circles Brewing down in Norman is celebrating noon to 12:30 in the morning. RJ's Lounge is going 2 p.m. to 2 a.m. And Gaiutis is going 6 p.m. to 2 a.m. Yes, so to get the full details on all those events, you're going to want to go to our blog and click on those links. Most of them, obviously, are going to have some kind of green beer. Yep, lots or of green drink, if yes. not beer. And lots of fun food specials, drink specials. So whatever place you're interested in, check it out and see exactly what they're offering. All right, on Wednesday, it's The Office, a musical parody at the Hudeberg Ch Chevrolet Center uh, from 7.30 to 10 p.m. This off-Broadway hit is making fun of all of your favorite Office characters. Tickets start at just $27, and we'll link out to that link. That was, I'm so sorry, we'll link out to that link. I know you're <laughs> laughing at me. We'll link out to where to purchase those tickets. And that wraps up our events for this. Not ready, but we've already started. I'm not ready, but we're already falling. Excited to welcome on another one of Oklahoma City's newest breweries. It just opened within the last couple of weeks. And go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Charn Langford. I'm with Broke Brewing Company. Hey, Charn. Thank you so much for coming out. Yeah, thank you. Oh, we're so excited to have you. Um, so we want to get into when you guys opened and all kinds of stuff like that. But first, let's start. How did you get into brewing? How'd you get here? How are you sitting on our couch today? Um, so I... Got into like craft beer in college and started just experimenting, trying different things and, you know, progressing to going to breweries and 
And where did you go to college? I went to OU. You went to OU, okay. Mm-hmm. And we ch- just for the listeners, because they've been listening to us interview beer people for the last two and a half years, you are my age. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Y- it's not like all of the no offense to the to the old guys, um, <laughs> but when they're like, I got into beer in college, it's like, whoa, that had to be really well, yeah, like, oh yeah, what's that? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I'm 26 now, um, as of this recording, um, so not that long ago, but it so that's kind of where the journey started, and then you know, just progressing as it, as it does with craft beer, you start getting into it and more into it, and go through all the different stages. Um, where I like the journey at, into like making it a profession came. I was, um, I live really close to where Mustang used to be, which is now the Brewers Union. Yeah. Um, and I would go there. The tap room at the time was only open on Fridays. It was only open from fr- on Fridays from like 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. So it was like that was the only day and it was really <laughs> limited hours. And Interesting choice. Yeah. But, you know. Um, and so it was right down the street from my work and then also like, not on the way home, but like close enough to the house that like it was like hell yeah after work gonna go over to Mustang and and Elk Valley because um, it was a co-op then yes grab some beers and then get back to the house um, so that had been going on for a while and then I I also one of my hobbies is I sail at the Oklahoma City Boat Club Ooh. so one night some friends of mine um, at the boat club said like oh yeah we've got a you know a, a friend of ours that we we convinced to come out finally. Um, he's a brewer and I was like, oh, that's cool. Like he's, he makes, he's, you know, like he's a local craft brewer. Um, you know, where does he work? Right. He works at Mustang. <laughs> like, okay. What do you know? <laughs> that's crazy. I drink his beer all the time. <laughs> so that's kind of when I met Mike, um, uh, Mike Groshong. He was the, the head brewer at Mustang at the time. Um, cause I had never met him at the tap room. So like I'd been drinking his beer for, however long. you know, yeah, I don't know, a few months at this point. And finally got to meet him and then I you know kind of fangirling over him a little bit like <laughs> hey oh my gosh that's so cool I love this. um and just kind of made friends from then you know sailing and going and hanging out of the tap room and stuff like that um we sort of started talking about branching off into our own thing um when it was kind of apparent that Mustang wasn't going to be making it mm-hmm. um so then he was kind of trying to figure out what he wanted to do uh, he had some offers out of state, but he wanted to stay in Oklahoma. Um, so we ended up kind of getting our heads together and making it work. All right. So that's the story of Broke Brewing. How'd you guys come up with the name? Uh, originally, we were going to to be called Three Sheets, uh, which is the sailing tie-in. Um, three Sheets to the Wind is, is an expression for getting, like, just hammered. Way too Sheet drunk. Based. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's... Um, it doesn't have anything to do with beds or anything like that. Uh, one of the <laughs> one of, a, a sailing term um, is ropes that are used for uh, trimming sails are called sheets. And so if you if if you're really out of control on a boat, then it would be three sheets to the wind. The the, the you know you'd have to let them go, and then the, the sails would just be flopping around. Mm-hmm. Um, and then now it's just a euphemism for getting real drunk. Um, <laughs> Cause so that's, that's what they were doing on the boats. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just lose all control. So it happens. We were gonna go with that name, but uh, it, we ended up having trademark disputes on it, so it didn't end up working out. Um, and so, and and we at the time we also had another investor that was gonna be um, involved. They ended up dropping out about the same time that we found out that the name thing wasn't gonna work out, the original one. 
So then we're like going back to the books, recalculating finances, trying to determine whether or not we can actually bankroll this thing ourselves or if we have to go find another investor. And we're right. still trying to find names so that we can get everything trademarked and start working on branding. And I mean, it kind of, we kind of just had to set, set down and be like, okay, well, we can do it ourselves. We're gonna, we can bootstrap this organization you know, solely between us. Um, but I mean, it's going to be close. Like we're going to have to go for broke. <laughs> Bam. <laughs> New so, name. Yeah. Amazing. Perfect. Yeah. So you all just had your grand opening within the last couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. How has it been going so far? Um, the response has been great. Uh, we're not in, we're not in Midtown. We're not downtown. So we're not exactly a destination brewery, but we've had a lot of, uh, local, like locals from the surrounding area, um, that are coming in that and tell everyone where you all are at so we are off of uh route 66 we're at 39th street and tulsa avenue all right um, i remember the confusion with the tulsa avenue thing whenever yeah. you guys first showed up in uh beer hop and i was like john why do you have a tulsa brewery in beer hop okc this doesn't make sense what and he was like read it again kayla try try harder yeah yeah it's tulsa avenue tulsa um, avenue in oklahoma city we have not been out yet I can't believe it. Life's I know. I was telling him that I live there. really close to there, and so I need to just go check it out. Suck it up. Like, well, there's no reason not to. Exactly. And especially now that we've been trying some of the beers. Yeah. So before we started recording, we had the honey something. The, it's, yeah, Broke Honey. Broke um, Honey. It's, it's a blonde ale. And then right now we're um, sipping on Pluto, uh, which is our Berliner Weiss. We fun. love this one. Yeah. No, this is so up our alley. It's a, you said blueberry? Yeah, this one this one's made with blueberry. Um, I don't. I think this the next one, the next version of Pluto. It I, it might be with blueberry. I'd have to check. Okay. Um, but it's in fermentation right now. So. Yum! It's so. It's good. It's a great level of sour. Perfect not too summer sour. beer. Yeah. Refreshing. Yeah. So here for this. Yeah, it's really it's really good. So this is going to be our base sour, um, that will kind of branch off and use use the the wort from this to make our different sours and do different fruited versions and mm -hmm. and maybe even get you know some of them on barrel aging and stuff like that to go have the crazier stuff awesome. as well so what are some other core beers that your guys are gonna have um so we've got the two brewers we got mike groshong and then we have andrew whitney oh yes so i yeah. meant to ask about this as well okay Andrew, uh, formerly of Calibri. Calibri. Did that ever get off the ground? So Calibri is, and and he would be better suited to tell the story. But um, my understanding uh, is, it was it was basically going to be off the ground. They were going to be the um, founding, uh, I guess, tenant. I'm not sure of of the Brewers Union. Right. So Andrew was one of the people um, that was instrumental in kind of organizing that whole co-op. Mm -hmm. um, and then there was some, I, I don't know, some partners fell out or something. I'm not sure what all the details. Things happened. Yeah, it ended up falling through. And um, then I heard they were going to just be Tulsa based for a little while. Yeah. Maybe? So Andrew never, he's he's been wanting to, he's been brewing for um, close to 10 years total. Oh, wow. From home brewing to, and then doing all the Calibri stuff. Um, he's been brewing on like a more professional, trying to like get a brewery off the ground for the last six years. And he's, because it's one of his big, pa he's really passionate about it. Um, so he's been trying to get it in one way or another, and he's been putting, he was, you know, going around putting equipment together and trying, you know, any different angles that he could. Um, we ended up meeting him through a uh, 
a car that we purchased um, was previously owned by him, and we were trying to track a title down a few years ago. That's crazy. <laughs> and so we've just been kind of in contact ever since. That's so cool. So he's joined the Broke team, mm-hmm. one of two brewers. So yeah. what are some of the core beers that he and Mike will be brewing? So we've got Mike is, Mike is um, kind of his strength is the traditional classic beer styles and where Andrew has spent all of his time Weird, like funky. working is yeah the more modern funkier styles I love it. um so there's Mike, room for yeah, both exactly that's, that's a perfect time. so Mike's got Mike does like our Blondale and our Amber our um traditional Irish dry stout that we have uh we've got a brown ale that's really delicious like it's in this it's in a similar vein to to beers like Moostrol but it's not quite as dark um, I love a good brown ale. Yeah, I do too. It's I'm thinking bri- briefcase browns, one of our favorite coop beers. Yeah. So hard to mm-hmm. get now. It's a we little bit love of a briefcase brown. It's a little bit of an underappreciated style, in my yeah. opinion. Um, but that's what he really excels at, and and his like what he spent a lot of time perfecting. Um, he likes to get out there, you know, every once in a while and do other things. But then on the other side, we've got Andrew, who likes to get out of there all the time and and do the crazier funkier things. So like the Berliner Weiss is, is his Pluto. Um, right now we've got, uh, we had his Saison, which is, um, we still have right now, but is in short supply. Um, one of our other favorite styles. I was going to say right after his is very herbal and, um, it's, it's delicious. Um, he had a pastry stout that's on, but that already went. So his, his stuff's all smaller batch. So it's rotating around quicker. Um, right now he's brewing up an oatmeal stout. Um, that's going to be really good. How many taps do you all have? We have, um, 17 total. So two of those are wine and then the rest are, uh, for beer. And then we do a sparkling water in house and then we brew kombucha as well. Okay. I love kombucha. Different flavors or do you guys have like a house kombucha? So we've got the house kombucha that we make. It's, uh, yerba mate tea is the base for Mm -hmm. it. And then we've, we do, we branch off and do different flavors for it as well. Mm. so excited for that. I also love like a non-alcoholic option mm-hmm. at a brewery. Very here for that. Yeah, especially since we're family friendly. Yes. So. I mean, if that's, yeah. Are you guys also dog friendly? We are. You are. Um, yeah, the dogs just, you know, as long as they're friendly, then we're friendly. <laughs> that's a good rule. That's uh, how I feel about families, as long as they're friendly. Yeah. I'm friendly. Absolutely. <laughs> and what are y'all's hours? Oh, yes. Good question. So they And also, I know we have another beer to try. We so do. I don't want to glaze past that too much. Yeah. Sorry. Um, <laughs> the, hours. Hour, the hours right now are Tuesday. Chug your beer, Charn. We've got things to get to. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. Mm. <laughs> Thank you. Ah. So the We're hours right now. We're sharing a can, by the way. Right. Yeah, the, hour, the hours <laughs> right now are. Um, In different cups, though. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag coronavirus. It's fine. Okay. The hours right now. Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And they're, and I'm adding them all the time. So mm-hmm. we just opened on Leap Day last month. So February 29th was our opening day. And then um, we're looking forward to our anniversary in four years. Um, <laughs> when you're one. Yeah. Oh, my God. I love that. That's yeah. going to be so much fun. So we right now we've just been – we were like last week. I just actually announced Thursday um, just a couple of days ago as of this recording. But um, – we're just adding them as we got more comfortable. We didn't want to rush ourselves in the very beginning, but eventually we want to be open. Um, eventually, I'd like to be open seven days a week, but right now we're Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Um, the hours are, are will be on the website and on Google and Facebook, and they'll be up to date there whenever you're listening to this. All right.
right. Okay, so while you're pouring this new beer, it looks like it's a stout. Is mm-hmm. that correct? Mm-hmm. I yes. I feel like you said that at one point. Um, are you guys going into distribution, or is it more taproom focused? What What does that look like? So in the beginning, we're definitely going to be uh, focusing on the tap room, mm-hmm. making sure that our cores are are all great and the quality is good. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to be doing self-distribution, though, soon. Okay. So that's the plan we want to get into. Um, we've got canning capabilities that we're, we're spinning up right now and, and working on getting that going. We'll be selling to-go beers out of the tap room. Excuse me. Um, and then, yeah, we'll be doing essentially following... Um, Angry Scotsman has a really good self-distribution model that they've been doing. Uh, Benny over there has got accounts all over the state, and they're doing it all just on their own. So we're kind of following in their footsteps that they've been trailblazing on the the self-distribution side. I love that. We're big fans. Well, on that note, Benny is also great about getting out and going to events. So do you guys see yourselves tabling at events, pouring at tasters, things like that? Absolutely. Um, This weekend we are going to be – Pouring at um, Shamrock the Rose in Broken Arrow, Ooh. and then oh, you just had them in your pocket. Look at that. Okay, yeah. cool. Keep going. Sorry, I'm like usually before breweries open, it's like we've had them at events, but for you, it's like backwards. It feels like yeah. Well, <laughs> That's I, right. didn't, I didn't want to go out to the all the all the events until like we were open and we had yeah. No, I well, get like, it. you know, if if we're pouring at an event, I would I like to be able to. Where, where can I have this beer? Like, well, yeah. come to our tap room. We're open. Exactly. Versus like, well, we'll be open. Sometime in, a in year, the future, two yeah. Or three. Who and knows? unless you're like diligent, like we are, people can forget. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's absolutely true. Okay. Um, there's there's Born and Brood that's coming up in yes. August. Uh, um, one of my so favorite we'll, events. Yeah, we'll we'll be doing that this year. Um, I want to be hitting the events hard this year. So I mean, if you've got an event that you would like us to to go to, then yeah, send us an email. And we'll definitely look into doing it if our schedules will work. And what is your email address? Um, info at brokebrewing. Or br- sorry, okay. that was our old email. <laughs> <laughs> info at broke dot beer. Um, it is a real email address. They they do the the, the dot yeah. beer. Yeah, yep. dot beer. We can confirm. Yeah, <laughs> we've we've gotten um, a lot of like people that will add dot com to the end of it and stuff. Yeah, and you're like no. Yeah, and it's you're, fun. you're at broke beer on at broke beer media. on all the platforms. Um, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And then the website? And the web- website's broke.beer. Broke dot, oh, H-T-T-P yes. colon yes. slash slash <laughs> broke.beer. That was official. I like it. Yeah. All right. Is there anything else that you want our listeners to know? Anything we didn't get to? Hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, we nah, just come, come out, out to the tap room. Yeah. Out, okay. Well, before we, we wrap <laughs> up too much, um, uh, we're drinking the stout. It's delicious. Thank oh you my very goodness! Much. Okay, so is there any special flavor profile to it other than stout? Um, so this one is is kind of meant to be like a just a basic, a very, I mean, basics. Uh, it's good. It's yeah. It, it is a descriptor. Traditional? It's, a tr- it's traditional, traditional. I would say. <laughs> Sorry. Um, it's got it's got. <laughs> I wasn't calling it like a basic white girl. Okay. You can, yeah, you can definitely. So it's on nitro. Um, mm-hmm. it's it's got notes of chocolate and notes of coffee, and it's very malty. Mm-hmm. Um, very good. Yeah, it's it's definitely built built and the recipes built around you know modeling the you know traditional old school Irish stouts. All right. Yeah. What is your favorite beer? My favorite beer. Or you can go style if you need to go. The one in my hand. The one in your hand. <laughs> but my favorite beer is the that's, free that's beer. That's a good answer. Yeah. Um, 
Um, my favorite styles are, I I like, I mean, obviously, they're all great. Um, it depends on my mood, but more often than not, I'm looking for something like our our broke honey, a lighter beer that I can just you know have and sip. Um, if I'm working on something else, or you know, I don't have to focus on it necessarily, but it's some. But I want a beer that's just you know very tasty and uh, and approachable. Um, if I'm sitting down to drink a beer though, then I'm definitely gonna go for a big IPA or a bigger stout or uh, anything as long you know. If, if if I'm sitting down to drink a beer, then I want the beer to you know kind of take over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and not that I care, but will you guys have an IPA on tap? We will. So we've got um. We've got a couple of hazy IPAs right now. Uh, white as long collar, as hazy. yeah. White collar crimes is our is our uh, kind of core hazy right now, and then um, we are brewing our um, broke IPA, which is again kind of getting back to the roots of IPA, traditional IPA, um, more sessionable and approachable for people that maybe don't like IPAs so, so much. But all right, perfect. Outside yeah. of the the core three of y'all, is there anybody else that you want to thank that's made? broke a possibility making broke happen um well definitely all of our subcontractors that helped out so we did a lot of the uh we did a lot of the construction in-house and we have like our core subcontract contractors that we used so grimes electric um, buddy's plumbing um, those were great iceman mechanical for heat and air those i mean they were a huge amount of help and it was my first time being a general contractor so um they their patience was very much appreciated. Uh, my mom and dad, definitely huge shout out. Thank you so much. Oh, um, I love that. And then, yep, I mean, Mike's families, Andrew's families, they've been putting up with us, like, staying late and <laughs> doing all these extra hours trying to get this thing off the ground. It's been, yeah, every it takes a village. So thank you to everybody that, that helped get broke off the ground. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. And I'm going to give a thank you to Erica. Yeah, definitely. Over there. Um, definitely thank you to Erica. She came out to our um, Local Lights Happy Hour and info session with uh, People Not Politics. And I got to meet her and get her phone number and then bother her until you guys came today. So, <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Thanks for one, putting up with me, <laughs> and two, for helping coordinate this. Awesome. Thank you so much, Charn. Thank you. Well, you know we're always happy to see the vibrant, growing community of craft beer I was going to say, City. the beer community <laughs> never lets us down. The beer community hasn't reached its bubble. It's not closing. It's not having any issues. So far, there's like not super problematic people that are parts of it. I'm just like... If any, if you can have faith in anything right now, you can have faith in craft beer. That's all <laughs> I'm saying. Well, for our happenings, we wanted to give an update on an, apparently, I didn't know how iconic the Mutz building was, but apparently it's a lot more iconic than I realized because it was one of the historic parts of Route 66. Okay, so I didn't realize that it was along Route 66. That just keeps coming up today. Yeah. So, anyhow, um, they are going to be demolishing that building because the new property owners want to put something, some kind of strip type of thing there. Mm. So not sad. like stripping, but like strip, strip mall. mall. <laughs> you know. Uh, There's uh, not going to be a strip <laughs> joint in Uptown. Darn. Don't get excited. Um. Uh, and for those who don't remember, um, it was hit by that tornado, tornado. back in May last year, I want to say. Yeah. And it's, it's been vacant ever since. So, I mean, it is about time that something happened mm -hmm. with that building. Um, but, yeah. So, 
we'll see what goes there. Hope it's something worthwhile at least. Yeah. As always, um, you can follow along with us. We're Local Lights OKC on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at gmail and com. Thank you. We've been getting a couple form submissions and a couple emails and DMs of stuff going on. We truly appreciate that. There's so much to keep up with constantly here in Oklahoma City, and we appreciate you guys keeping us in the know with that. And if you don't know what's going on, just following along with our Instagram stories. I know we we love seeing you guys um, respond to us, ask what our favorite thing has been at a restaurant that we're trying or our favorite drink at a bar. We absolutely love that. So please keep that up. And until next week, y'all. Bye.